sometimes that is better. Hello there, and welcome to Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the podcast, and Outlanders, are you ready? Are we the Outlanders? You're the Outlanders. Yes, yes, we're ready. I am ready. Outlander Charlie and Outlander Pete. I am ready. Ready to go. Who let Pete back in? I am it is my triumphant return. I needed to take a few days. He doesn't follow the off. one that walks behind the corn. <laughs> I am the one that walks behind the corn. <laughs> oh, actually, that kind of checks out after February. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and I've been working on my list for next year already. Woo-hoo. We know. Well, we 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 effing know. <laughs> <laughs> and I have already said we already know what walks behind the rose, and it's drive, and it's a Corvette and a Camaro that's in a car chase. That's what's behind the corn. Exactly. Rose. <laughs> yes. So See, we have proof. If you are tuning into this episode, please make sure that you check out a cut above, who just released part one of Children of the Corn. After you listen to our episode, the following day, actually. Spoils of Horror is going to drop Children of the Corn Part 3. So, there you go. Three different podcasts covering three movies in the same franchise. And I personally can't wait. In the same week. Yeah. I can't wait for 4, 5, and 6. We are literally a trilogy of terror. (laughs) And it's great because there's like 10 of these movies and two of them are remakes. (laughs) Here's uh, here's what's yeah. going to happen because someone's going to say, well, "Why don't you guys do the same thing for Hellraiser or Phantasm?" Well, <laughs> a lot of it too, I could though, do Phantasm. Like, well. I could do all those. Each podcast has already covered like something from those. Like, right. So Stephen from Spoils of Horror was the original uh, creator of this idea. Okay, he reached out to us, going like, "Hey, like I got this idea," and my first reaction was Child's Play because we were about to do part two. Oh. I was like, it, it might just kind of work out, but when you're dealing with multiple people's schedules, it's a matter sure. of what can you work together and what has no one covered yet, right. you know, because like we've done Hellraiser 2, um, it's and just a matter of, and they just did Child's Play Remake, that was the other thing, like. They did um, Phantasm 3 already. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just one yeah. of those like, well, what other movies, especially when you get into these like horror movies that have way too many sequels, <laughs> right? And just get worse and worse as they go. And on. I was <laughs> not doing Amityville again. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> we will let a year in horror Peter over there handle that. The man has got it locked down. I think he's got 68 films he's got to watch. Holy shit! Yeah, Seriously? it's. But he's oh like, it's amazing. He's getting collaborators with it for his Patreon. Um, he is getting people that even made like some of those like recent ones that have came out, whether it be oh, like an actor, director, or writer, just to talk about where they're like, yeah, we know it's a piece of shit, but we get to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Literally get your name carved in the Amityville legacy. Man. I'm hoping I mean, that on. he can get that completed this year, though. Like, I feel like it's a lot of movies. That is, yeah, I lot. just feel like eight more movies just came out. 
right now as we were talking. <laughs> that's, so that's what's gonna happen is I'm almost done, and then a new trilogy comes out or yeah. some uh-huh. shit. You know, you never know. The Amityville yeah. Cocaine Bear that's coming up. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> that, Amityville Cocaine. It. It's the uh-huh. house is now doing rails. The house is high. Yes. <laughs> It's a house on rails. I love it. I love it. I'm sorry I missed the Cocaine Bear stream, everyone. It's up no. there on YouTube now, though, so you can watch that. I was off partying in Vegas and just said, screw these two. Yeah, yeah you did. You left the side dry. Literally. Yeah, yeah it was mostly I did. just me and Pete staring at each other going, oh, I, don't, I don't know. This was nice. <laughs> you just looking at each other. I haven't even watched it yet, honestly. I need to. <laughs> but you were probably just looking at each other going, so you liked it, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. I liked it, too. Yeah, I liked yeah. it, too. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Did you I like that know, part? Yeah. yeah, that part was good, yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Whose idea was this? I <laughs> 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 yeah. wonder what he's doing. We even but, Troy even bounced on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got bailed on by yeah. everyone. I was scared it was just going to be me and I was going to have to reenact the whole thing with Garth from Wayne's World when they leave him on <laughs> the screen by himself. <laughs> Everyone's going to be in the live stream going, do you remember that part in Scanners when that dude's head exploded? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what was about to happen. There was a bear and there was cocaine. <laughs> and Ray Liotta, he was there. Uh, Good anyway, this isn't this isn't the cocaine yeah. bear sh- the, uh, show. Nate missed it. You don't get to redo it. So another fun thing we've realized is we have some type of weird ability to pick movies way in advance that are relevant all of a sudden when we're ready to drop them. So as we had this planned, I saw a post, and I think it was through Fangoria or one of those other sites on uh, on Instagram that there's a new children of the corn coming out now. Like, yeah, like now, I'm pretty like, sure in, by in the time so. everyone's yeah. listening to this, it will be out. And we didn't plan that <laughs> at all. No idea. And it gets even better because that movie was supposed to come out pre pandemic. It's yeah. been sitting on the shelf for two years. Oh man. If you IMDB it, it says 2020 on it. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, that thing's not even out yet. It's supposed and to it, be hot garbage. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Oh yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's supposed to be bad. Well, Although I don't think there's remake many... in a, you know, whatever how many movies there are at this point. Um, it's not like there's going to be much expectations there in the first place. But I really do want to find a way to get us a cut above and spoil as a horror to review that one. It just feels right. Feels like some that that should be the culmination of all of us coming. I feel like together. we could do that on the YouTube channel, maybe or something. Hey, I, I like know. that idea. That'd be really it's cool. An idea. Yeah, but then that's also you've got five more people that you got to work around the schedule three of us yeah. set the day literally eight go. people in the stream right. <laughs> the, the worst case scenario would be there would be eight people in the stream <laughs> yeah that's okay it'll be all right but yeah so i i love our mutant ability and it's not like oh that's just one time charlie no apparently i've picked uh one of the action movies for this month uh, it's a movie nate's never seen and nate goes i want to do a, like an old school action movie Something I'm not really seen, or maybe I've only seen one time. And I gave him a list. And one of the movies he picked off that list was Stone Cold. Because he's like, I'm pissed off that Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't in that movie. So I never watched it. Yeah. So I was like, Every time it came on, like the TV guide or like on the channel thing, it would say Stone Cold. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I'd start to watch it and be like, wait a minute, that's not Steve Austin. And we'll just turn the channel. Apparently it's a good action movie. And I've never known. So, I'll find out later this week. So Nate. We pick it. Well, now it's this month as we've been recording. Not only is it 
Brian Bosworth's birthday in March, and he had a big to-do about it. They are releasing the 4K version of Stone Cold in like a month, and Which I is- just got the Blu-ray. It's great because you ago. got this curse where you buy the Blu-ray and then the 4K gets announced. Every I have this curse time. where every time I go to see a movie later at my opening weekend, I'm like, oh, I'll go see Megan. Three days later, it comes to the on streaming. It's, it's I'm like, God streaming. damn it! And unrated. No, the it happened. On, I went and saw that. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, it, like a couple days later, it showed up on HBO. I'm like, come on! <laughs> I literally got Hard Target, and then the Kino Blu-ray came out, so I had to order it. Uh, Sudden Death. I just ordered the Blu-ray, and Kino announced its release. And Roadhouse, I bought the Blu-ray, and then we all got the giant 4K collector's box. While we're on this rant, I also absolutely hate that we will pick movies in advance. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's streaming on Shudder. Oh, this one's streaming over here on Tubi. Comes time to watch the movie, and it's It's gone. gone. (laughs) It's gone. gone every time. Every time. And I'm like... God damn it, now I got to spend $3 to rent it. It's not the end of the world, <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's just like, ah, like I want to I watch s- Children of Corn 1 and 3, and I will before, you know, the episodes air. Yeah. But like right now, I'm trying to hunt down this damn six pack that I know exists that has Children of the Corn 2 through 7 that Walmart used to always have for like mm-hmm. 10 bucks. I will throw $10 at that just so I can own hey, part two. Hey, Nate, guess what? Hey, hey, oh, I know. Up. Trust me. I'm I, I'm now starting to understand why big library. Don't do it. Don't, do it. Don't, do, it. Don't do it. If the library was open today, I would have picked it up. It's it's sitting on a shelf for me. Was oh going God. all over Columbus yesterday. Going, <laughs> I bet I can find the DVD. Like, there's no way someone is holding it's on to their copy of Children of the Corn 2. They probably traded into one of these shops. I bet I can find it. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I relegated myself to I'm just going to rent it. If Tubi didn't have it, I rent it. Uh-huh. In April is when all the Children of the Corn movies are probably going to come to either Netflix or Tubi probably. or Peacock, Paramount Plus, Showtime, Cinemax, oh. AMC. Dude, I, I just the ones I can name off the top of my head. And it pisses me off that Cinemax and HBO are part of one, but that Cinemax has its own goddamn app. <laughs> Wow, Paramount and Showtime are one, but you gotta have, have the bundle. Yeah, I canceled it. Screw you guys. I'm not spending the five dollars on you anymore. Beavis and Butthead's no longer on the air. Well, because of our mutant power, Nate, the reason you can't find it is because a new movie's getting ready to come out. So what do they do when a new movie comes out? They, they hold re-re- it. They re-release uh, all the other yeah. movies with a new also, slip cover. Why? <laughs> Physical media should still be trusted in this day and age because I haven't seen Scream 6 yet. I was all excited to see Scream 6 this week. And so I've been re-watching all the old ones. That way I'm all caught up on, you know, who's the who. Scream the 2 who? will not stream on Paramount. It freezes. So then I start doing a little detective work. I go to Google. I do the tappity taps. I do the clickety clicks for Scream <laughs> 2. Why is it not working on my app? Maybe it's my Xbox. Nope, it's not my Xbox. Turns out it's a Paramount problem where I found a Reddit post from a year ago. Of people going, hey, why can't I watch Scream 2 and Scream 3? <laughs> Paramount, get your shit together. Your app is terrible. <laughs> I have them on DVD, so I'm good. Oh, I so. went and bought them on Blu-ray. I was like, I- I'm amazed I don't have them, but I was also waiting for all of them to come out on 4K. But you know what? Screw it. Thank you, Paramount. Well, Paramount thanks you because they get paid for that DVD too. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah, well, they would have it. Either way, they're going to get you. Copy. But of course, everyone's <laughs> buying the used copies right now. 
Yeah, that's called bandwagoning, man. You can't do it right when everyone else is doing it. I know. I, it, it always happens. Buy it back in the fall like Charlie does. When Charlie goes, look what I got today, you should just go buy it when I go, look what I you got. You know what? You You're know? right. I should. He's got a good point. He has a nose for these things. That's right. So, Charlie, uh, part two. Yeah, we did a movie. Yeah, um, the only movie that I can think of that's a part two that instantly lets you know it's the final sacrifice. There's no way in hell we're going to make any other movies. <laughs> got you got a good point. I was trying to think, wasn't there a Freddy called Freddy's Final something? Yeah, well, the that was like the, the final nightmare. Usually wait, oh. but like you have to wait till after part four because that's when okay. you're like, all right, there's no way we're going to make like a second trilogy. That term didn't exist back in the day. So it was just like, well, the fifth one's the final one or the sixth one, whatever. Makes um, sense. Makes sense. But then you also, this movie makes no damn sense because it, <laughs> this came eight years after the original. After the original. Yeah. 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 I and don't think there was anyone going, you know what we really need? A sequel to Children a of the Corn. A sequel to that mediocre Stephen King movie, Children of the Corn. That's a, so, that's a great question though. I mean, like what, how did this get made? Isn't there, who does that? podcast how did that get made or something i so would there, love to there, know the behind a podcast the or a youtube channel or something like that but this is this is what charlie knows and this is okay. like i see people Lay on me, ask, ask this all the time it's about keeping the rights a movie studio and that's kind of what i figured was happening okay that yeah. makes sense and it has a, a certain amount of time that you don't do anything with that license that license reverts back to the original owner so they don't care if this movie is good. They just want to keep a hold of the right, especially a Stephen King, a Stephen King title. Because yeah, if you notice that horse is all the other movies after the first one, it says based, based on Stephen King based Stephen King ain't said she doesn't want anything to do with any of these other sequels. He's like, no, these things suck. I it should have stopped at one. But because he can't get his name off of that stupid, <laughs> right? License. I would love for him to do a bunch of cocaine again with a bear, and then get the rights back and make his uh, own Children of the Corn movie. Why didn't Stephen the, King write Cocaine Bear? <laughs> <laughs> he might have. It's on a manuscript that we don't know about. It's true. We got maximum overdrive. That was close enough. It is no <laughs> joke. Cocaine fueled Stephen King nightmare. I've only seen part one and it's been you maybe a decade. Yep. Like you I just both. here's the weird thing. Like, for some reason, what my memory of these movies are was like my family was pretty like, no, those movies are like truly evil. You can't watch wow. them. Like it, it it kind of falls in that wheelhouse of rare stuff that I wasn't allowed to watch for whatever reason. Right. Um and that's how it was, because I remember I had, like, a cousin that said they really liked the Children of the Corn movies at, like, a family gathering. And, like, the family just losing their shit. So, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, and, like, I know, like, the first one, I can kind of see it because of, you know, especially in the 80s, having children being the villain. But, like, I know there's other movies that are like that. I can't think of. Uh, the, there's a Children of one. the Damned. Yeah. yeah oh, even Damned. Children of the Damned. Yeah. Well, like, act, uh, uh, The Omen. Yeah, yeah, the omen. But even That's in the omen, to Damien's a degree, uh, Damien's, you know, followers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, race, race to which mountain? That those kids were pretty creepy. That's, those kids were creepy. Those are De That's Disney, though. It's Disney, I know, but they, they but they had Disney powers creepy, too. They were creepy. Yeah, they had powers. Yeah. but the Rock was the, with them at one point. That's not the same one, Nate. Don't. 
God, hey, man, there's no, a remake. Rock's in we it. don't want. No, we don't want to talk about the Rock remake. That's what he no. does. No, but anyway, no. growing I haven't up even in Ohio, got. I haven't even got to play the trailer yet. You guys are I just know. going. I just. I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting here like a pr- good boy. And Nate, Pete, is, for once, is behaving. Throwing, <laughs> throwing shade. Just at random. Hey, Charlie, let's do a trailer and reset this. Yeah, let's do a trailer. Let's just, let's, blah. Nate needs a like a nap or something. Let's just he just it. got up from I a just nap. Just got done napping. Oh, he took a bad nap. That's yeah. what happened. Bad nap. All right, uh, I'm gonna play the trailer. Then we'll get back into it. Thank you. We have just witnessed a terrible tragedy. It all began here. In these fields, with the children of the corn. What happened is over, Mrs. Burke. It's over. Well, a bunch of kids killed all the adults in town. Just a basic Sunday afternoon in the Bible Belt. But the adults' nightmare isn't over yet. People are actually worried about problems with our sweet, innocent children. There's something out there. There's something. It's evil. Based on the shocking short story from Master of Horror Stephen King. Have you ever seen evil? It works through the children. This is Children of the Corn 2. He walks behind the world's commands that we rid the land of all the defiled the corn. I don't want you hanging around with these kids. Are they were adults. We have seen the way of that world, and it is evil. So the tagline of this film was, these children are home alone too, but their parents are never coming back. That might be (laughs) the greatest flipping tagline of all time. (laughs) This might be the greatest sequel of all time. (laughs) Nate, I am right there with you, Bubba. Um, Spoiler alert. I really love this movie. (laughs) Oh my God. This movie was amazing. Uh, There's some parts where it drags oh, yeah. but by myself i am dying of laughter i am enjoying myself it's gruesome <laughs> it's stupid as hell oh my god this movie's amazing it it is dumb it is poorly acted the script doesn't make a whole lot of sense the cinematography isn't too too bad the the special effects are very 19 cheap 1992 <laughs> <laughs> Which but, part? The, the the lawnmower man scene? I was going to say, yeah, the oh, lawnmower yeah. man oh, yeah. scene uh-huh. is For sure. phenomenal. It's that great. deserves an but award now. As far as entertainment value, this movie had everything that I could possibly want. It was <laughs> it was amazing. I think we should let Charlie say something. 
Because we're all going to I, I was letting you two gush. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. We are fanboying out. It's like, so I thought good. For sure. I was like, well, shoot. This movie's probably going to be terrible. But at I, least we yeah. got part three. Like, those chumps over there. It spoils. So. Right, right. I was expecting a total snooze fest. Like, this is going to oh, be yeah. boring. It's going to be slow. It's going to not make a and lot of sense. And I was like, sense. well, like, even though I don't care for part one, at least I cut above, like, they they are already a solid podcast. They get to do a solid horror movie. This works great. And then we'll, us as spoils will just deal with, you know, what falls down the mountain. <laughs> Whatever. But we clearly got the and better we, of the three. We got the best deal. I don't care what oh, anyone man. says. I, oh, I, man. I don't know about that. Now, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy <laughs> the hell out of this movie. Um, I did, however, watch this movie last night. And yesterday was a very long day. Uh, Nate and Pete know I went and I, I set up at a show to do some vending. So I had got up stupid early to get there to get set up. I got home. I was tired. I fell asleep in the last 10 minutes of this movie. I didn't no. know how it <gasps> No! And I was like, I could just rewind it, but I waited till today to finish watching it. It's fine. Like, I was enjoying it up to this point, but I literally fell asleep. So I watched the end of this movie. Totally awesome. Uh, so I had time. So I was like, you know what? The first one's on Tubi. I would like to remember that one to uh -huh. see how I feel about the second one a little bit better. And I'm going, damn, I don't remember how hard this movie goes. And the first one goes bloody hard. Yeah, um, it's good. I don't it's I don't want to just dig into it because obviously go listen to a cut above. It's a legit classic, though. You're it, right. it really it is, and it's well deserved. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, I was under the impression that two goes. The, the sequels always go harder with more gore, with more stuff. Um, kind of think it's equal. After watching the first one again today, okay. going, damn, I forgot there was a lot more blood in this. Like, it's not just Outlander the whole time, you know. That's all I really remember of it is Outlander, that creepy ginger kid. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a decade since I've seen it, too. Poorly so recast in this movie for Mordecai. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. You picked the worst kid ever to replace original Mordecai. Like. None of those kids were good actors. They were terrible. But, like, no. oh, in this one, yes. At least, though, like, in the first one, Mordecai oh, no, they... and Isaac, that is a terrifying duo. They were, they were very is, good. Mm -hmm. Is perfection. And then the sequel, you get... Trent Reznor or Mika, Micah, <laughs> but it's it's basically Trent Reznor with black uh, contact lenses yeah. and um, bootleg Mordecai. Like he's the one that you would pick up from the flea market, the great value brand or something like that. And he's barely a bit player in this at all. <laughs> he's kind of like Buzz from Home Alone. That's kind of the way I looked at him in this uh -huh. movie. But yeah, I, so you're right. I, uh, Isaac is the perfect version to be the personification of he who walks behind the rose. This guy, it was like the demon went, eh, this kid showed up. Oh, well, well he's still around cool. and like, well, he's, he's stuck with, he looks kind of goth. So like, I'm a demon. I roll with the goths. I bet we can make this right. work. Like and the demon totally abandons him at the end of the film. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the demon's yeah. like, Oh, well, I'm not a, die, uh, so. peace out. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he got Psycho Gorman. <laughs> so, like, this movie had a budget of nine hundred thousand. So the first one yeah. was eight hundred thousand. So they just threw an extra hundred thousand. There's an extra hundo. <laughs> and this one go. actually went to theaters too, which blows yep. my mind. Yes. Um, the last one. Everything after uh. that went direct to video. But this feels like 
you would watch this on sci-fi. You know? Oh, oh yeah. for oh. sure. God, yeah, this is sci-fi-esque. Now, all, all good good sci-fi. I'll give it this. I When sci-fi was good at making yeah. it, it was a blast. That not new sci-fi, which is just garbage. No, this one definitely fit better. Um, and, and I like how this is it kind of starts off as a straight up continuation from the first one. Like they and, reference everything that happens yep. in the first one. I, that's something that's always fascinated with me with uh, horror sequels or horror movies in general mm-hmm. is what do you do with the aftermath? You know, what is right. that story after the trauma has happened. I think that's such a fascinating thing that never gets covered enough. You, you know, know, I've I've said this on some of the other streams. I don't know if we ever talked about it because we haven't really covered any of the Halloween movies. Was the last Halloween movie, Halloween Ends. They were touching the perfect way to do the movie, and it wasn't with Michael Myers. The movie starts talking about the terror that was Michael Myers, the trauma the town went through. And they even film a lot of stuff where the town's almost tearing itself apart. Right. Even though Michael's not there, I want that movie. Exactly. I want like, what? That's the movie I want to see is. Yes. You want that buffer film between the two films? Like Basically, what like, happens yeah, in the community? I, a drama. I would have been almost. fine with that. Even Rob Zombie's sequel, I don't like it, but it starts to touch upon that because the way that the first one ends, where it's just like, "Holy shit, that was horrific!" Yeah. How would Lori? I want to. I want to see the this? aftermath. Yeah, the yeah, aftermath. I just want to see the aftermath. I don't need yeah. the boogeyman. I don't think I, I need a whole need... film of that. I maybe a, a special, or uh, even like uh, if someone wrote like a, uh, a continuation novel, you know, like a novella or okay. something could work as well. Yeah, but, I don't uh, think you need a whole lot there, but but uh, it would be interesting to see that in between spot, that gray area. I, but that's yeah. one of the things. Like, I would love to see that, but I did like, and I mean, this one start. This movie starts hard. I forgot how hard the first one started because I never remember the diner scene in the first movie. Oh so, yeah. Oh god, to, diner scene. See, exactly. So this one, it's like okay, we kind of because of that first movie. How do we keep that momentum? They show all the dead bodies from all the dead parents. Oh, it was great. And it was also, and here's the thing too, like with this being in the early nineties and those were all in the basement. Like I got John Wayne Gacy vibes from it where it's like, you really went with, well, this serial killer has just been recently caught. He was doing this. So we are going to show the same thing. And then having, you know, some of the survivors and, you know, the kids that were no longer following Isaac, it was just like, holy shit, like, there's a really cool premise here. It quickly right. jumps off the rails and turns into a crazy batshit 90s adventure, which I'm fully down for. But there was a moment where someone went, we might actually make a legit creepy horror movie here. <laughs> My whole thing was I was watching the beginning, which is, you know, it's perfect time to talk about this part was they're rounding up the kids. They're putting them on a bus and they talk about taking them somewhere. Like, really just trying to get them there. And then all of a sudden, the kids are wandering around the freaking town again, not two scenes later. Yeah, and I'm like, I, what happened? Where where did you take them? Just Did you think you could drop them off at the next town and they wouldn't I, find their way back home? I feel like they got adopted by the the the, the town. Like, their, yeah, their they, parents they were killed later. and they, yeah. they right. make that where it's like, well, everyone has to, like, chip in. But we uh, have yes. perfect Mrs. Burke. He was like, nah, hell no, I don't want nothing to do with those kids. Oh, Mrs. Gosh, Burke is the true hero. She's the voice of reason. She's this little old woman who just wants to be in her house that is on stilts for some I, reason. I think this is it's, a point where Pete needs to tell us about 
his fault. Uh, <laughs> well, this this isn't my favorite, but this is a pretty good one because the the Wicked Witch of the East is moving her house. I love. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> she she comes out when those kids are. She's cursing up a, a blue streak at these kids. Like you can't. I I I hate you kids or whatever that and she's oh she's I was a teacher the, here you yeah. were all rat bastards like she is just going hard at them and she's like you need to leave I'm leaving and I'm taking my house with me and she almost does it because <laughs> she's <laughs> literally moving this house and one of the one of the trivia bits was there actually this house was actually getting moved and the producers convinced the people who were moving the house like hey hang out for a couple of weeks uh, and we'll film this house, which is, yeah. it was in the middle of actually getting moved. So yeah, this is a legit move. So it's it actually was, up on the rollers on the hydraulic lifts. So, so yeah. it could be uh, put on. So I've, I've been involved in stuff like that. We've I've never had that done before. So oh, yeah. The idea uh, of someone going, you know what? I'm taking my house yeah. with me. And that, that just feels like, like a bluff. Like you're it, just talking out your ass. But no, Mrs. Burke was seriously taking that town with her. Or that yeah, house. in my in my hometown when I was growing up, there was a house that came in two pieces and was set down on a plot, and they legoed them together or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. in, my, in my kid brain, it'd be like, isn't there a line somewhere in your house where you can tell that it's two it's houses in over. one? Yeah, it's the mar- It's the called the marriage joint. But yeah, no, it's legit. And if you watch this movie not knowing that that's what happened, say as a contractor, you're going. Wow, the production department did a really good job because you see all the plumbing parts outside because they have to disconnect all this. Mm -hmm. Everything's taken apart from underneath, and there's real hydraulic jacks holding the house up. So if you had no idea about that trivia, you're like, man, they went all out for Children of the Corn, too. That that's was a that, good chunk of budget right there. That's, that's where that, that extra, extra hundred grand went. That's where that yeah. extra <laughs> <hundo> went. <laughs> but it was great, like, thinking ahead, seeing that going, we can make that work, which is even better because I think she was supposed to die a totally different way. I would imagine. Um, that was probably a pivot by the production and, and the director. Went, oh, yeah. They, oh, this probably I fell can in use their this. lap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it totally did. Now, why they really laid into the Wicked Witch of the West in or East ending, is, I have no idea whose idea that was. Well, what better what better kill for a cranky old gal than to have have her house fall on top of her and her legs With, are sticking out. Her legs are sticking out <laughs> and she's screaming under the house. What a world. What a world. <laughs> oh I world. I looked at Jackie and go, did they just Wizard of Oz her? And she's like, I think right so. <laughs> As the house is just ever so slowly. It, it was the Austin Powers steamroller moment. Like, oh, like just, just roll to the left or right. You would have been fine. And maybe you'll be all right. right? Oh, no. Gosh. Oh, my And then her God. sister, the Wicked Witch of the West, shows up. Yeah. In a wheelchair. Oh. oh. <laughs> We will oh, get man. to that. We'll get we'll get God. to we'll get to the Wicked Witch of the West later, but uh it just it just I was dying I was in tears already with this scene as this poor uh, yeah. this house is slowly getting lowered on this poor old lady, and then her sister shows up on a wheelchair later. Again, it's... cursing up a blue storm, like it's your kids, it's your fault. I, I've warned you about them. Are always there they're always like there every time someone turns around there's kids staring no one at them does anything about the kids either like 
No. We have the reporter John, who's come in to see what all happened with the town, and his son Danny, and who's yeah, also the rightful son. age to be, you know, possessed by he who walks behind the corn. Um, but those kids—they're walking everywhere, and not a single like adult goes. All right, you—you you guys need to like spread it out because last time you all conjured up, you started murdering all of us. So, right, like, knock that right. shit off. Where's Why the does anyone officer? have like a? a bottle of water that spritz them (laughs) spritz them like a cat cat? yeah (laughs) squirt squirt go Uh, go on get (laughs) get. i don't know i kept laughing in some of the dialogue in this thing because i think it's the sheriff goes well that's what you get when these kids watch a bunch of horror movies but then he makes a reference to them being amish and i'm like someone either doesn't know what the amish are actually about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or you're just spit, spitting stuff out because it sounded cool. Because I'm well, like, these kids have not watched, if they're Amish, they have not watched a horror movie. Not at all. Like, there's no way. Probably and there's even a line in the beginning where I can't remember who says it, but they're like, who? what is all this shit about the corn? Like, Oh, it's the, yeah. the reporter at the reporter. beginning. Because he's the reporter, surra- right, John? There's corn everywhere. The, no, the other, the, the other reporter that's like doing the television. The TV spot. reporter at the very oh, beginning. Okay. Yeah. And there's like corn stalks in the roads on everything. And he's like, what's going on with this corn? You know, he's just really mad. But he's also one of her other cool kills in this movie. Whenever they take the the news van off road into a cornfield, which I don't know, that sounded like a great idea at the time. And literally a tornado. Somebody watched Wizard of Oz before they made yep. this movie. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then a twister appears, appears. and throws corn stalks through the van, through the, oh. the radio van. All right. So we've got these news reporter guys it's that great. come across. We can't gloss over, guys. The greatest yeah. CGI cloud known to man <laughs> oh, in God, film yeah. history. Well, that was an old. It was. Go ahead, Nate. I, if I read right, there was an old, old timey way you do uh clouds and you you mix something in a bathtub and you stirred it up i yeah, don't think really? it was cg it was practical effects it was a green screen it was a practical blue screen effect right. so layered right. it, over the film it's a practical effect that's actually was used as late as independence day when they that's, really? that's what it was yeah that's when that's they, how the they do the cloud over up. top of the spaceship of the white house that's how they that's filmed super that. cool look yeah. terrible <laughs> yeah, it did. It really oh, did. Yeah. The colors right. didn't quite match up. Like the blacks oh, and the grays so didn't, didn't quite match up. Right. But like, watch these, watch these the first one guys. again, and you'll be like, "Well, it's a little bit better." Yeah, yeah. Oh, the first okay. one had some pretty bad cloud CG in it. Well, it was also like, ten years earlier. This is true. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but like, I knew we were in for a treat when we get to see the first kill of the movie, which is just a cornstalk like leaf. Not the stock itself. The leaf <laughs> blows <laughs> against the wind and slits that guy's throat, and he's just grabbing his throat. And there's all this blood. I went, "Oh, hold on, whoa, 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 what we got here? <laughs> this might be pretty cool." I was like, "This might be pretty cool because that's absolutely ridiculous that a leaf just slit a man's throat." And then his guy friend, his friend is like running to the van, getting in it, and then a corn stalk blasts him in the throat through the windshield i went i'm in this is the greatest sequel ever made like sold here's my money let's go (laughs) i am fully invested at this point for sure and we never see it again till the end of the movie when they just they happen upon oh that's right (laughs) 
also get to see what the corn sees, which is actually predator vision, it turns Pre- out. Mm-hmm. Predator corn vision. Uh, it's so messed up. <laughs> oh, God, man. I love this, this movie. movie. It's I, it's great. It's hilarious for how I bad want to marry this movie. Oh, oh I, my God. I I'll get my license just to do that for you, Nate. Thank you. <laughs> get ordained so I can. Marry I'll get ordained children of the just, corn too. just to marry you to children of the corn too. Hey, uh, that's our uh, top tier of our Patreon level. <laughs> um, you, can, you can get wed by Pete, our very own. Give me back my ordained <laughs> minister. <laughs> I, that might be a thing. Let's try this. I, anyway. <laughs> oh, but no. All right, we all three have to do it, and then you get I'll, like a package yeah. deal. Oh yeah, all three of us ordain the marriage. I can baptize your children in beer. What we do, we all three get it. But then, if they want to, they have to spin the wheel to figure out who actually does it. They don't yeah, get the there pick. We go. Yeah, it's all <laughs> by chance. <laughs> And we can tag in each other when needed for like bathroom That's breaks right. and stuff. So you get you get the action themed or the horror themed or the beer themed. <laughs> well, or the weird Japanese the themes that we offer. <laughs> All these we do have to talk about this movie. There's two other shows that we gotta stand shoulder to shoulder with here, guys. <laughs> yeah, but those other shows aren't ordaining people right now like That's we right. are. We don't know if Leo's ordained or not. Leo, he might be. He may well, be. If anyone would be, it'd be Leo. I, I bet there I would be. Leo. Yeah. <laughs> out of one out of eight people, there's probably someone that's ordained. So I like. I the say audience. it's it's between Hydraberg and Leo. That's who I say <laughs> it is. Can't you get ordained from a Cracker Jack box anymore? I mean, uh, just a website. I think you can just go website, pay the yeah. fifty bucks, and then yeah. tell them what title you want. <laughs> Master of the universe. Ooh, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I want wizard. Nobody told me if that was a thing or not. So, uh, all right. Well, we need to get straightened back out here. So I'm just going to go ahead and hit the commercial since it took so long to get the trailer out. I feel like we're doing good. <laughs> and then we'll jump back. I've got a lot to talk about here. I know. We'll just I wrote go out a not- shit ton. I did too. Let's just go ahead and get then let's get this out of the way. Okay. okay. And I will I will turn you guys back loose. Here we go. We'll be back following these messages. Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your buddy? Do you like cracking jokes and having a good time? Do you just like fun? Well, consider checking out Spoils of Horror. We are an hour-long podcast that comes out every single week. We're not doing reviews. We're just going to hang out, talk about the movies we love with each other, and hopefully the ones you love too. Covering everything from the popular, the lost, the forgotten, and the bizarre. If you're looking for a good podcast and a good time, you're going to want to check us out. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. We'll see you there. Welcome 
to 100 Horrors, a comedy podcast that seeks to rank the best 100 horror films of all time, as dictated to us by a poster that one of us owns. Every week we bicker over another film in an attempt to give it an overall scare factor and secure its place in the 100 Horrors list. With features such as... And... What would you say to them at the funeral? We take a light-hearted approach to horror cinema so that it can be enjoyed by even the most squeamish of listeners. So whether you're the person who's never seen a horror film in their life or the person who has a tattoo of Leatherface on the right arse cheek, there's something to be enjoyed in every episode of 100 Horrors! <laughs> Welcome back. Now, you see, the fellas over at 100 Horrors, they have to follow the rules of the poster. That's why they couldn't do part four. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah. I was going to say, there's two very important points that that commercial break I need to I need to bring up. The first is, as Nate said, we have 100 Horrors playing there because you would think we would play in a cut above horror review It would make sense that you right. know, we would promote Big one podcast titled a cut above. Yeah. Lovely hosts. They don't have a commercial. Yes. So, so how long have they been doing this? <laughs> a while. A while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure for a while. I can't yeah. say a whole lot. Hydraberg. Jacqueline. Yeah. Jackie. Get on it. Hydraberg. It it, it took us a little bit on, on? on ours, so we'll we'll give them a yeah, little bit. You yeah, you guys did take us, almost yeah. a year. Honestly, you know what? You're right. I instantly regret calling them out for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing that though. So, and part two of the uh, the things I want to bring up is Nate never remembers the last episode we record. I've got really bad memory. He hasn't he hasn't got to listen to it because of the way we we stagger our recordings. So, in uh, what you have heard in our last the last stand episode, Nate requested the Crossfire because I play a Hot Wheels commercial, and he's like, "I just really like that song," and it's like Crossfire, and he starts singing it. So I remembered, and I put it in this one, and I was like, "Well, normally I try to tie it into the movies. Yeah, how do I spin this?" Well, I was like, "Well." Crossfire is really close to saying crossover, and this is an epic triple crossover with our friends at a cut above and spoils a horror. So it's the Crossfire crossover special. If any listener wants to donate a copy of Crossfire to me, just slip into my DMs. I had that as a kid. I wish I still did. I love that game. I was also thinking that Crossfire might me Crossfire. I was I was also thinking Crossfire might also relate to the cross that showed up on the Ooh, wicked on wicked witch of the east's house. I that was all... the green mold. Oh, that well. wasn't poop. I thought they smeared poop. poop on her house. I thought it was poop. Yeah, I thought it was poop. Her reaction was definitely that of poo. <laughs> when that dude wipes it on his pants, I go, "That dude just wiped poop on his pants." <laughs> <laughs> Why she smelled the poo? (laughs) He also didn't react as if it was poo, though. Too, it was like, did you enjoy that smell? Where children are murdering the adults, it just makes sense that like poop on house is just like a normal occurrence here. 
But then isn't it even weirder that the poo eats through his pants later on? That's some That's, serious poo. I yelled that out too. I was like, that was some <laughs> terrible poo. No, no, Bad that was the poo, green man. That was the green mold that the they tried to blame all of this on later on in the film. Did you kind of catch what they were so, trying to do? So that's that, that was one of the things that I think the movie was trying to. It was a red herring, um, is what it was. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. Eh. So, so the green mold. We find out um, that the townsfolk aren't willing to lose the money from last year's harvest from the from the first movie. Right. Basically, last year's harvest is ruined. Yes. So it will ruin the town. Mm -hmm. Even though these these movies are eight years apart, or as this movie is, it's the following year. They are they are direct sequels. Yes. Yes. So what we find out is there is this conspiracy that the whole town is involved in Mm -hmm. that they're going to take the new harvest of corn, mix it with the old molded harvest. Now they try to sprinkle in that it's potentially the mold causing the children to act a certain way or yes. the, ex- the, the explanation for some of the deaths, even though it's the children killing them. So they try really hard to blend this, but I, it's, it is one of the failures of the movie. It doesn't quite come across that way. You know, it's either stick with he who walks behind the corn and leave it at that as it's, you know, a, a spiritual, you know, possession type of thing. Or let it be a chemical kind of thing, and that is actually what is controlling the Yeah, children. it's like they couldn't make up if they wanted to be yeah. grounded yeah. in realism or the supernatural. You know? Right. Yeah, they, they tried to science it up. They they tried to, like, well, we're going to explain this with science. Which and, is that, and, they, be- and they sort of kind of do, but then there really is, as it would appear to the viewer, uh, a supernatural being behind the corn. And even Dr. Red Bear was saying that there were uh, stories of he who lives behind the corn or yeah. whatever. He was so there was up. a mystical Native American indigenous mythology going on there, which I really would have preferred they to lean into versus this uh, oh, this LSD great corn. Because one of the things, and this is actually kind of perfect, Spoils of Horror just did Pet Cemetery 2, yes, which I've yes. never seen. I've only seen the first one. Um, oh. I didn't even our, our anymore, buddy Ed but... Furlong's in it. Eddie yeah. Furlong from um, Brain Scan, right? Brain Scan. Yep, Brain Scan. Yep. Brain Scan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they brought up. I've never read the book because Stephen King's books are like nine hundred pages, and I have ADHD, and we're lucky I can read three sentences before I have to go back to rereading three sentences and going. No, no explanation necessary. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, what Stephen and Leo talk about is in the book. Uh, God, I hate saying this word, but. The Wendigo is kind of what is helping things move along, I guess, in Pet Cemetery. That you're is, dealing, you're dealing yeah, with the Native American. Not, uh, it's not touched like, in the films, but yeah, from what I understand, it, the myth, the mythological creature, I, I the Wendigo. I don't even like saying mythological with that word. I am very paranoid about it. But oh. Wendigo, I, shut up! <laughs> it's a character in X Men too, man. What? It's Wendigo, 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 Wendigo. Yeah, you're fine. It's, you know what? Wendigo was on the Alpha flight. Not on me. Yeah. <laughs> That's on you. Wendigo. Bloody Mary. Not Bloody Mary. Me. Bloody Mary. Yeah. No. Beetlejuice. Stop it. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice. All right, that one could be party. That could be fun. <laughs> Pete. 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 No. Oh, no. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> no. You but, rang. 
I have a movie for you. (laughs) (laughs) But Stephen King does does like to tie in a lot of like. Wonder if the same thing with this, where it's like, oh, like especially when the the Native American character was introduced, yeah, like that was the first thing that came to my mind. Went, oh, like maybe there's going to be something else here, Uh, especially with him. Kind of, he has this knowledge, but he also has a great line of like, well, you know. Uh, my people respect the earth. We understand how everything uh, gives and takes, I believe it was, or something right. like that. And yeah. the white man just doesn't care. And, well, you know, and see, that... actually, it comes around to bite you in the ass. So I kind of have a, a theory of my own into this after watching the movie because I, I didn't read anything before I started watching it. So afterwards, I find out um, some of the, the plot, like at the end of the movie, when they're running through the corn the the thing that's behind the cornrows underground that's all yeah. taken straight from the first movie those scenes are those literally scenes, from I the first I thought they movie. looked awfully good yeah. for being in this movie <laughs> yeah. are they really yeah they and honestly watch the first one just a little bit yeah. ago it, I rem- it's exact yeah um, it's a great effect it's they, they like pull like a basketball under under, under a tarp uh, with tarp that's dirt on top dirt. yeah it's a it's a great effect it's very tremor they, they style did, yeah. tre- well i was gonna say they did the same thing in tremors yeah um so anyway so I, I read though that that was not their original intent it was supposed to be just them running through the corn oh with the, the kids chasing them so i had this thought that maybe the original movie didn't wasn't actually supposed to be supernatural whatsoever there wasn't supposed to be an evil spirit yeah because i started thinking back even to the point when um i forget the kid's name that gets uh taken over by Trent Reznor uh Michael or Micah Micah Micah. yes so when he does the transformation and they kind of do that lawnmower man-esque scene it's these black orbs that they show going through the space and like basically bonding to parts of his body. That's very much like a spore of a mold going into your circulatory system. Ah. And then there's always this cloud that is going around, which could be, they talk about that the mold is in the wind. All of us could be breathing it in. They mentioned that in the movie. I literally think they added at the end of this, he who walks behind the rose under the ground and then did the transformation of the demon face on Micah when it leaves his body, because it literally could have been Micah and they could have as, as simply as him spitting out some type of black goo out of himself to make it literally the mold controlling these kids going mad. And it could have laid into that. And honestly, I would have been happy with that. I didn't need the, I would have been the okay supernatural with that. side of it. Yeah. Now, I like the demon face effect. It looked cool. It was a cool prospect. It, it was uh, good. Prosthetic. It was good. Um, I also wasn't real happy with the ending of this movie. And I know we're not quite there yet. But I, I just, since we were talking about this whole thing about this sounds like two different storylines, I really feel like they had one. And then someone like said, nope, nope, it's got to be you know, about a demon. It's got to be a spirit. There's got to be like everything that came from the beginning, the first movie, we have to still tie it in. But I don't think that was the original. And that's just my theory. I haven't done any. I like that theory. I like the theory a lot. Because it it, it makes a lot more sense that they introduced that sciencey mold 
uh, it, they, they discovered that bin of corn from the previous season. Yeah. And Dr. Red Bear says, Oh, this is, this is bad. This is a, this is a mold that can cause, uh, what do you say? Insanity. It, it can insanity, really hallucinations. hallucinations. It, it, it can yeah. kill. It, it's LSD like, is what it is. Yeah. I mean, he literally lays into how deadly it is. And they even try to use it as an excuse for why some of the people are dead. Yeah. You know, it's like maybe it's causing the kids to go crazy. So I really think at some point that was their end goal was it was supposed to be literally the corn causing all of this. Yeah, which that I, feels would right. Been, would have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah um, would have been brilliant, really feels good. I think they probably were also just like every horror movie. Well, we got to think about a sequel. And if we make it that it's pesticides, then we can't have the you know, they have a cure now. And we can't ever do it again, so we might as well, well lean into the supernatural element. I mean, I guess if they were thinking that far ahead, but for the fact that this sequel didn't come out for eight years, I honestly think this was get the movie out, get it done, pump and dump. Let's do it. Because uh, that's what the likely. rest of the, the sequels. Number three is, I think, the last one that even ties back into the first movie. Oh, like, I think after I think after three with, I think, uh, two other ones possibly reference the original trilogy, but then the others go completely off. So I'm going to, I have a small confession to make. I did watch the first children of the corn. I really, really, really wanted to watch children of the corn part three, but I, like Nate said, I couldn't find it anywhere easily. Um, and I'll get into more about that in a little bit on why I think we didn't get the better end. Um, but Tubi did have after children of the corn, children of the corn Genesis. And I was like, well, this is like, I think this is like number six or seven. Oh, this no. Is fair, fairly later. <laughs> and there's a reason Charlie watched it. And it, it, for those of our of our regular fans that are like, man, it's been a long time since Charlie's brought up a certain actor that him and Nate absolutely love to death and get super excited when they say his name. Oh, um, who is it? I'm already, I'm like, I'm. I'm over here, Jonesing. Who is it? I I Googled it real quick and I went, oh, Billy Drago plays the main preacher in it, what? and I am watching <laughs> this movie. So Billy I Drago's watched... in a Children of the Corn movie? Yes. Oh Children of the God. Corn Genesis. Um I need to see this. <laughs> it is it is the least Children of the Corn movie, I think, that's in the the whole sequel thing. And it starts great, and then I don't know what happens, but it just it just disintegrates into chaos. Love a not a good movie, but I sat there and I watched Billy Drago in a Children of the Corn movie today, just because it was. Billy I'm so Drago. happy to know about this. <laughs> I'm in like I'm in Serenity now. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew you would appreciate it, but I was like, I, I needed an I excuse to bring up Billy Drago again. Gives it's been Genesis. too long. Or uh, uh, I can't remember. There's like another one that was like they have a very like mid 2000s cover, but they were part of that line that uh, was always direct to video uh, from Dimension Studios. It was like Dimension Extreme. And if I remember right, one of those Children of the Corn movies came from Dimension Extreme or maybe two of them did. So there's I, I, children, children of the corn five, which is fields of terror. <laughs> um, then there's Isaac returns in one of them. Uh, well, there's Children of the Corn six 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 Isaac Hell Return, yeah. which is yeah. one of the few, one of the few that actually reference. Is it the original Isaac? 
Yeah, it's yeah, the, like he came the back. That, he's still he came he's back. still around. I saw yeah. him at a convention a couple years ago. Yeah. He's uh he's I think he's actually directed his own. Oh, uh, good for him! Movie. That's great. Um, he played uh, cousin It in Adam's Family with yes, Raul Julia. Yes, yeah, I didn't know he that. Was, nice. He was the guy in the suit because he's a awesome. short. He's a small statured person. Yeah, so there's Children of the Corn Revelation, Children of the Corn Runaway, Children of the Corn Genesis. Um, then we got the remake remake that comes out this year, which is just Children of the Corn. Um, my phone's not scrolling. Children of the Corn 4, The Gathering. <laughs> and the one Stephen and Leo for three is also Urban Harvest. You could have made so, up all those titles and I would just nod along like, yeah, that makes sense. So that's basically the list of like I had no most, idea. And I think I'm missing some. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that the Children of the Corn franchise was so so deep. It runs deep. <laughs> and it I literally mean, is because they just wanna they don't want to let go of the license. That's so it's just pop it out. Like this one, it the the trailer looked cool for the one that comes out this year. You know, like mm-hmm. I was actually kind of like, you know, like excited. But I've seen, I've read some of the first reviews about it, and it's like literally another one that just falls flat on its face, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn it, can we, can we just <laughs> but, please? But here's the just thing: get now they have it? the rights again, so two years from now we'll get another directed video sequel yeah. or something, you know. So we'll get Children of the Corn two two. Is that is, sure. maybe that was their, we that haven't was their plan? A uh, a requel, you know. That was their plan, man. This was supposed to come out in 2020. So Children of the Corn reboot 2-2 would have come mm. out Children of the in 2022. In 20, but, yep. So now what do they do? How That's about insane. we just how about we just do the uh, the Chucky franchise? We do Children of the Corn, Return of Children of the Corn, Son of Children of the Corn, <gasps> Brides plural of the Children of the Corn. Um Children spa- of the Spawn Legion of Children of the Corn. <laughs> okay, I, Children I got you. of the Corn, the Husking. Oh, okay. How about this? The Children of the Corn Strikes Back. Return of the Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn Electric Boogaloo. Oh. Oh. The Phantom I... of the Children of the Corn. Phantom of the Children of the Corn. Attack of the Children of the Corn. <laughs> Attack of the Killer. Are you gonna, you're going to you're gonna start with cake here, I see. Killer. Yeah, no, yeah. no, not at all, dude. Like, I'm just working these <laughs> up at the top of my head. Off the top of your head, right? Yeah. So, Revenge of the Children of the Corn would be that before. Children then... of the Corn, The Quickening. Yep, yep. Children of the Corn. Well, The Quickening does happen in this movie. True. C2 Harvest Day instead oh, of T2 wow. Judgment Day. Oh, I was trying to work at Terminator. I, I win. Judgment Day. You win. You win. The I Children win. of the Corn Awakens. <laughs> Last of the Children of the Corn. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, let's see what he's Skywalker doing. of the corn, or is that your next one? <laughs> Rise of the children of the corn. Rise. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right. the children of the, children corn, of the corn. The corn wars. Yes. The corn yep. wars. Book like of the one. children of corn. Army of the children of the corn. <laughs> the corn DeLorean. The corn DeLorean. <laughs> the bad children of the corn batch. Corn defet. Um... <laughs> I'm really running out over here. <laughs> really? Tales corn of the Children from the Corn. Corn Boys for Life. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> An American Children of the Corn in London. <laughs> it's where we go abroad. So, yeah, right. 
Speaking of broads, no, 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 yeah. that's a terrible segue. <laughs> I was like, I'll roll with you if you want to go that way. Are we going to talk about the steamy, very needed sex scene in Children of the oh, Core 2? The most boring sex scene I may have ever seen on, on the silver screen. It My was God. so sweaty, but so boring. Oh, oh, so bad. And it was so kind of, it was a little out of place because. I was totally I, out I, of place. I didn't feel like they were. I mean, clearly that, that gal is is a lovely woman. And he's a turd. <laughs> okay. What, what was it that she said? She said that she was a, this is the gal that owned the bed and breakfast, right? Right, right. And yeah. I don't remember the the, the actor's name. If she was in one me. of the uh, I've seen her on Elm Streets. Yes. Two. Well, five was it? Okay. Oh, uh, okay. The one with Seth Green. Oh, uh, right. okay. Right. Anyway, um, she, she was saying that, she was a uh, an advertising exec in New York City at a penthouse and a condo, and she had amazing sex with a scumbag lawyer or or attorney or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So then she jumps into bed with a scumbag news columnist. Yeah, news columnist. Well, he was a, a tabloid uh, a tabloid columnist. I'm like it well, just well, happens you, out of nowhere. You like, got a you got a type, honey. My goodness. Uh, but, but anyway, but yeah, it, it happens just, out of nowhere. It just goes. It's yep. like when they first meet, she's like, oh, he's looking at my boobs, but he's reading my shirt. I guess it pays to advertise. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. Stop looking at my boobs. And then they uh, they, they get a room at her bed and breakfast. And at no point in the film outside of them chatting on the porch just before they hop in the sack, was there any sort of relationship buildup? And, nope. you know, they're consenting adults. If if the if the mood comes to you and everyone's on board, go for it. I I got no problems with that. But it it felt so it was so boring. Well, fun <laughs> fact: those two actors hated each other even wow. before the movie. Wow! Apparently, that... they had worked together. They hated each other. Oh no! Didn't want to film that, and she only oh. agreed if they could get it done in three takes. Oh, nice. that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> No wonder yeah. it felt bad. <laughs> and if, yeah. if it feels that way. It does. Like, you're watching it like, this is supposed to be sexy. And it's like, oh, these Mm-mm. are two attractive people. And I want nothing to, uh, anyway. While John is, you know, finding love in the children of the corn, so is his son, Danny. That is not the way you should say that. At all. <laughs> <Is it not? laughs> Too late. It stays in. Okay. Nate's on a list now. Not me. John's on the list. He's the one making love to the children of the corn. Stop saying it like that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm I just know. talking about John, a grown man. Don't say love, it. No, no, no. And children that happen to be of the corn. Uh, just, just go. What's your point? Go, go. Well, Danny has a little crush on the girl that's riding the moped around the town. The she, only one not taken over by right. The, that one didn't the, make a whole lot of sense. Like all the kids are are in this cult club culture, yeah. cl- cult whatever. It's not culture club. That's a bad no. beat. No, I, yeah, I I, <laughs> I misspoke. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's not right. Um, so, so any yeah, she's the only one in the whole town that's not uh, not in this 
cult. There you go. <laughs> I know cults and, also a band. And she's she's a lovely young gal. Uh, she was a soap opera queen. She was in a ton oh, really? of soap operas. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christy something or other. Now I got Christy look it up Clark. Christy Clark. Yes. Uh, anyway, she was lovely. Um, and they had a cute young love relationship and they it's that classic kid goes on summer vacation yeah to a, exactly a, out of town and he finds yep. love you know yep yep and he and keeps... she's she's certainly not innocent in this <laughs> no i mean no no i mean no, she no. invites him to a secluded cabin and then after he gets afraid of being up on a roof they she, run through the cornfields. They run through the cornfields, and then they smooch. You can and have me if you can catch me. Right, and It's right. very, very fun, like, you know, cat and mouse little it, game they're playing. They fall on the... innocent. It It is, and, you know, it, it's fine. They're, she's literally older than me now, but, you know, you're watching yeah. this, and you're trying to remember, like, okay, this is totally fine when I was watching it as a kid. And oh, then yeah. they're canoodling on the ground, and then the boner killer 5000 appears and they are laying on top of a severed hand and yeah and realize they're surrounded by a bunch of dead bodies watching them do this the whole time do you wonder if he's worse that would kill the mood but but before the mood was killed do you think maybe he's like oh she's she's going to town she's oh he was he was there she's copping a feel and then he goes Why? I see both of your hands. <laughs> yeah. Whose hand is that? Yeah. <laughs> is that yours or mine? Are you? Is that yours or are you just happy to right, see me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I literally looked at Jackie. Went, well, that's a boner killer. <laughs> it's done. Oh man. Oh, oh yeah. That's. <laughs> that, and you know, even because a, he's a even an eighteen year old dude, in his head, he's, gonna, he's just like, how can we hmm, recover? Like, how can no, we bounce back? There's got to be a way. And it's just like, no, dude. For the day, it's, no, it's no, over. It's, it's, yeah, you're it's both done. Both yep. done. No. Uh, so we are at an hour 12. We might have five minutes to cut out. So you guys want to jump into the finale of this once they take everybody over? Uh, yeah. You guys have the yeah, notes. I think, yeah. I think we should. I mean, I, I really haven't gone over any of my notes. Um, actually, I I got a pretty good <laughs> area. All right. So, well, you take it where you want. I'm not worried about how long it goes. I was just giving y'all an update on where we're at time wise. Okay, so if we're going to the end, I have something for the end. Uh, I've got some or, stuff before the end. Okay. Yeah, I like, guess I have something right before the good. end, and then two things at the end. So, one of the things that we get to see is a very, very gruesome death inside of the church with Trent Reznor and a voodoo doll. Oh, man. This oh, was yeah. this was done so well. This it whole shot needs to go in the, in the museum of... I did an amazing practical effect. This was wonderful. Yeah. Like, we are seeing Mika carving the nose of yeah, this Yeah, he's guy. doing sort of a, a wooden voodoo doll thing, right? Yeah. And, like, the guy's nose is just slowly pouring out blood, just slowly, and, like, he's coughing up a bit. The shots of Mika just, like, digging further and further into the doll, 
and then that blood just going more and more and more. And then, like, he just starts spilling blood all over people it's, sitting next to him. It's just shy of a fountain coming out of yeah, his nose. Right. It was a I geyser. Mean, so it's still, it's a geyser. It's not a fountain, but it's a geyser. And it's it's just on the other side of real. Like, it's not completely wackadoo in like a samurai movie where you chop a hand off and you get a a, a fountain. Yeah, this is almost almost real but it's an excessive amount of blood and you see that micah was carving so hard that he missed once and stabbed himself in the thigh yeah. Yeah. i wonder if yeah. that was part of the ritual maybe to just to just to complete the the curse or whatever was going on i think well, micah was still just the bumbling idiot that the demon was stuck with. And yeah, this is true. Well, that could be, I'm asked, you done stabbed yourself. Goth, so, like, yeah, of course he stabs himself. He of course, slips. he's got one job. He slips <laughs> before he stabs himself, and he, like, pokes the doll's ear, and then blood starts coming out of the guy's ear. Oh, so it's, it's literally, like, pouring out of every, like, almost orifice of his face, all in the middle of church, all in the middle oh. of... The the preacher <laughs> preaching fire and brimstone. Fornication. Yeah. Ejaculation. <laughs> masturbation. Why are they just picking select adults to kill? That was the thing I did not understand. Like that didn't make a lot of sense either. It wasn't was like, like that guy ever pissed evil. Micah off, right? I, just start killing all the adults. Like, why are we doing these selective killings right now? Maybe it's more fun that way. It, it may be. Maybe that's what the <laughs> demon wants. Again, I lead back into I don't think the demon was the storyline. Right, right. I, which, <laughs> yeah. which the the more and more we talk about this, the more relevant I think your theory yeah, is. The more, the, yeah. the more the more credence there is to that theory, where they were all uh, hallucinating and yeah, it literally going crazy. Going they talk mad. about they talk about the the mold when it's airborne can cause a lot of like damage and stuff easily could have explained why the guy would start hemorrhaging blood out of, you know, yeah, his body, would... you know, cause it's his nose, everything that's attached to his sinuses, you know, even down to mm -hmm. the ear canal, all that could have been explained with it just being a mold spore. And this kid even could have been hallucinating that he's causing it. Like, right. ah, I have all this power, there's a big difference, and we're going to continue talking about this movie, but because this was the reason I wanted to watch the first one before we did this. The first one does such a fantastic job of really kind of keeping it biblical. Like, they literally go, praise God, we are doing God's work. We are doing, like, Isaac is a disciple of God, and God is he who walks behind the roads. So, what this one has done is they've just now made it more demonic because of the end of the first movie, because Isaac comes back out and he's possessed, you know, whenever he goes back after uh, Malachi. Okay. So I think it was this, they had a struggle of that's what the first one did. People liked it. Do we need to keep it there? I swear this is one of those things where a producer got involved or a studio yeah. got involved and no one's talking about that because there's so many other ways to have done this movie that would have just made it even better. I would have loved the fact that it come out that this kid was possessed or not possessed, but hallucinating all this carnage he's causing. And it's all easily explained by the mold. Like they could have had even a little 
thing at the end of the movie. And maybe what people in hazmat suits at the end of the movie coming yeah. in and, 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 and hauling people away in ambulances to uh, extract the mold from their lungs and all. Yeah, I, I, you could have, yeah. yeah. I, I love your theory, Charlie. I think that's great. Yeah. And this could also then explain, because we have a cop that is revealed to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But he's not working for the children. Like he's just like no. not wanting the harvest to be it, known that it went bad. You know, along with the doctor Nate. So they had the, the doctor and the 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 cop were in cahoots. Yeah, because they didn't right. want the reporter to know that they were going to mix this bad corn in with the good corn or this year's corn, whatever. Yeah, and and I that was the big secret, um, it, which just again it puts just more weight to Charlie's. Yeah. theory that that the the original screenplay was more of a scientific uh, we can explain this away sort of thing than a supernatural which at the very end did feel very tacked on that that, that whole last 10 minutes felt like oh okay right. i mean yeah. you could still have had all those kids trying to sacrifice people in the, the big stupid combine oh all all that fits because they're still <laughs> right. under the right they're still under the influence right that they're influenced and but it also it helps explain why this kid isn't quite isaac enough you know what i mean like oh yeah this definitely. guy feels like the the stunt double you know, he's just not quite <laughs> Isaac, but he, he just is the the B side that never makes it to the album. He's right. there, but he's not he, like he's not worthy to get onto the full length. He's kind of thing. West Coast Avengers versus regular <laughs> <Yeah>. Avengers. <laughs> he's he's uh, Gary Sharon Van Halen compared to oh god <laughs> David Lee Roth Van Halen. <laughs> Oh my god, that's great! I like that. <laughs> oh, that was good. So, leading up to the the finale, the kids burned down the the town hall with, oh, with all the adults in it. But it felt like there was only six adults in there, right? Oh, yeah, no, I thought there was. Was there only six? Well, well I think there might like. have been a few more. But now, they look, make there... the line that like all the adults have now been killed in the town, and I was just thinking to myself like. There was a lot of people in this town. Like, yeah, it's not a true. big town, but like, I felt like I only saw like six people. Hmm. Well, like, there's another part that kind of goes with this. So, but I'll tell you my thing of during that whole burning thing, and they try to break the one window, and then they all give up, and like literally the preachers <laughs> holding on to the one woman, not letting her run away, and he's just like relegated himself to burning to death. I was like, there were other windows in the building, people. I think I could have got out. You know what I mean? I don't understand. I would have died trying, damn it. That's for sure. Yeah, I would. Like, the guy that does break the window, they don't show it, but he's covered in what looks like gasoline. So, it would have been cool if there had been a shot of one of the kids, like, throwing gasoline in his face then the flame would have went inside better but they don't show that awesome right man Man, i can make so many movies so many damn right but write that one down (laughs) that's right i'm doing apparently they need people to write children of the corn movies so i think i'm in we're gonna figure out who sounds like it's an easy property to get a hold of probably is (laughs) it'll be the next amityville Children of the Corn vibrate. Never mind. We're not going to get Children of the one. Corn versus the Amityville House. Another Patreon level. There you We're going to make a Children of the Corn. 
Corn versus Amityville. Yeah, I like it. Nate. I mean, I can already see the cover. It's the Amityville house, but then it's fields of sickle. Corn yeah. yeah, it's surrounded by corn. Yeah, yeah and it's red. oh yeah, and the silhouette of the of the sickle and uh, the moon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm gonna write that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So oh. they get, but the other thing I was gonna say was what they make this comment that they killed all the adults in town, but I'm still like, well, the Outlanders still running mm-hmm. around. So mm-hmm. apparently you haven't. But also at the end of this movie, I kept going, where the hell did that kid come from? Are they just grabbing random kids that I've never seen in the entire movie and just yeah. going, oh, no, they've been there the whole time. Yeah, and I swear it was kids? like three of them. I kept going, I have not seen you this entire movie. <laughs> and now you have screen time. And they're all getting punched in the face. Right. <laughs> oh, you want a fun little trivia thing? This film was made in North Carolina that doesn't have child labor laws. So oh, they were God. able to oh, keep the children gross. up later because a lot of this happens at night and they didn't get in trouble for having kids film oh. late at night for this movie. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Come on. <laughs> I thought it you was relevant. What? the 90s were a different time (laughs) i lived through them man so did i as an adult for the most grown and we have learned i i was i was an adult by age only there's certainly there's a lot of mental not none of us are adults right now either no 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 have you listened to us lately it's (laughs) just if we do bad things it's a felony i don't know (laughs) right right we we pay a higher price at this point in time in our lives (laughs) for dumbassery (laughs) so we're at we're at the end of this movie where i'm torn i kind of like the fights and everything that lead up to it they all have um Cornstalk spears that literally just have husks <laughs> tied so to awesome real we spears. Have corn husk weapons. It's, it's somehow so absurd. <laughs> Trent Reznor has kidnapped, you know, both Danny and John's love interests. Yeah, the and girls. now Danny has somehow fallen underneath the spell of Mika, or so we are to believe that he yeah. has yeah. sacrificed the girl. Which I'm telling you, even if you're possessed, no teenager is going to be like, I'm going to sacrifice the girl I got a crush on. It's no, not yeah. happening. With I that machete, got he's going to instantly go be like, no, dude, I almost got to touch a boob until one of your damn cut off hands <laughs> ruined the whole moment. Now I've been pissed off at you for the past 48 hours yeah. waiting for my chance. My- you gave me a machete, dumbass. That's on you. Yeah. Now I'm going to kill you because you prevented me from touching that booby. Right. My mind is clear. <laughs> yes. I know exactly where, my, what my destiny is right now. But he, I know got, what controls my destiny, and it's between my legs. He got yeah. stock, he got stock blocked. Um, but... Stock blocked! <laughs> God damn it. You're welcome. <laughs> but I love that oh, they, they, they get the upper hand because... Uh, Red is it Red Bear? Is that his name? Yeah, Red Bear. That yes, Doctor Red, Red Bear. Red Bear apparently has now come through the cornrows with a combine, and is barreling down on these kids, and so they get enough distraction that they can break away. Yet Red Bear gets shot in the gut by an arrow, and again, this is where I went. Who the hell is this kid? Like right? that yeah. kid. <laughs> that kid has a whole backstory. 
Because he's got see? a Rambo face look he on his. Like, he's like, yeah, you've I had that, that coming for years, old but man. He only had two arrows. There was only one arrow in his quiver yeah. after that. So if he missed, he's hosed. <laughs> well, he's I guess host. what he should have done was start making corn arrows. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's just Hawkeye. He goes, I fired my two arrows. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> what do you mean you're done? Nope. That's what no, I came I'm out for. Of, I I'm do. out of arrows. But my other favorite part right after that is as they free everyone, the, the Malachi character, the stand-in for him, throws the spear at the adult <laughs> news guy. He just straight John up. John catch, catches it. Catches like, it. Like it's, like it's dodgeball. Like, and it's <laughs> Billy Madison. Because now he's got He's looking at all these kids going, now you're all in big, big trouble (laughs) (laughs) and he throws it through the kid like it goes through this kid with some force so annoying what they did to the character of mordecai in this movie malachi Malachi, i don't know why i keep calling him mordecai (laughs) i don't don't even know if that was his actual name in this i think he was literally just the stand-in um i mean they they definitely call him uh Mordecai. No, it's Mordecai. Yeah, times. yeah. So like, there, there's Mordecai and him. Jedediah are the two like because there's another one that's kind of a henchman esque. You know, he was the more pretty boy of them that he just kind of followed along, and then he's also the one that chases them through the corn. And I did like that they kind of got like turned around in the corn, you know, like a corn maze. Like yeah, everyone's trying to escape. Oh are yeah, terrifying. Have, right? Have you have you walked through a corn field? No, I hate it. Yeah, growing up in Ohio, it's I very, it's very easy to get turned around, Dis- disoriented, and especially oh, yeah. at night if there's no like. Moon oh, or at night you're you're lost till morning. You don't Forget know what's it. in that corn, and aliens like to land in them. I don't like it. Tens of acres. If you're walking, they're like, oh, if I just walk in one direction, I'll find a road. Nope. <laughs> also, you don't walk in a straight line wherever you do that in real life. You know, there's there's no such thing as walking in a straight line. Well, there's all kinds of things that throw you that off. push you, you one can, way or the other. Yeah, you can. If you're lucky, walk you'll find a, a a ditch and then you can follow the ditch. That's that's yeah. your best bet. But um, I like that everything got spun around. They all come back to it, and then it's just to this point where the movie falls apart for me, man. No, like, it I just swear. goes all hell breaks loose. Everything's on fire. <laughs> Everything's on fire. fire. This kid's like screaming. He's got, I swear, it's the most annoying voice. I'm oh so glad that they did do the possession to change his voice because I couldn't stand when this kid was yelling. <laughs> I was like, dear God, make it stop. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, I am now the demon from hell. And I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm yeah, in. because the okay. demon got its jacket stuck in the tractor and it knew it was about to get swallowed yeah because red bear comes back to life miraculously. red bear comes back to life jumps oh, yeah, in the does. combine because what what kind of weapon do you use in the texas chainsaw massacre chainsaw a chainsaw, chainsaw. right in right. okay. children of the okay. corn what kind of weapon do you use a combine right so a oh. corn <laughs> corn sorry what? i thought we were just naming the title of the movie as the oh weapon. combine you ding dong so <laughs> I failed the assignment. <laughs> but this, you did. You did. But again, this is the part where, okay, so I get the demon has possessed this kid. He gets caught up in the combine. It's the longest drawn out death I have ever seen. But he's begging to the the main kid, the one he calls his friend. And he's like, you're my friend. You have to help me. Then the demon 
just beelines Beats out feet. this dude's body. Like, like peace out, bro. We see the demon's face start to appear, and I thought yeah. what was going to happen was he is now full demon, and now we're going to see the demon get ran over. Right, right. No, the demon just goes, I'm out. He pieces out. We get to see the clear face of the kid unpossessed, still crying at his friend to save him. Then gets sucked up into and the get sucked up anyway. into the combine. Yeah. <laughs> and my God, do we get to see all the chunks just oh, blow out? They got they got spit <laughs> out. Oh, that poor kid. I uh that, that was been, one of my irony is a cruel mistress notes. When, yeah, Trent Reznor was when, eaten by a tractor. Micah, yeah. Micah, uh, the demon leaves Micah's body just in time for him to get eaten by a combine. And while I was super happy that someone did get eaten by the combine, because now I get to say one of my favorite one-liners, he's discharged, Sarge. And then they, I knew it. When, <laughs> then when they all come back together, they're like, hey, where's Micah? And the kid lit. He's around. That totally was my favorite part of this movie. That might have been Universal Soldier. I'm not going to lie, but it will be in my rewrite of this movie. For I sure. can guarantee you that. Also, there's a car in the cornrows just parked outside. So my theory that the he who is behind the rows is just a bunch of cars and car chases. And We're going to sit down okay with the with studio that. execs that own Chona the Corn. And, you know, all three of us wearing our tuxedo shirts, shirts. sitting in front yeah. of them. Yeah. And Charlie's going to pitch to them man. like, guys, I got the greatest idea to reboot Chone of the Corn. They're like, whoa, we just did that. We're like, no, no, no. I want to redo part two. Part and they're two. like, well, that's weird. Why would you want to do part two? We're like, well, I got a lot of ideas. <laughs> Sit down, shut up. You're going to listen to me. Sit for down and shut up. <laughs> two Buckle hours. up, buttercups. Here yes, we yeah. go. And People then we're done. Remake the original. No, no, no. I want to remake part yeah. two. We, we, I think it's a whole new niche we get into. Not just remaking the originals. We remake the sequels. Yeah, we remake the sequels. Hmm. I think we can do it. I'm in. That's Children of the Corn too, guys. <laughs> it's it's a this wild movie, ride. It's a wild ride. I want to personally thank uh, Stephen and Leo for creating this wonderful collaboration yes and Definitely. i thank the uh he who walks behind the cor- the the rose <laughs> for landing this one in our lap i'm a better person for having watched this film absolutely <laughs> all right well let's let's do our let's, things let's here get real into quick. this right. what's the first thing well yeah uh, what, what is the first thing yeah well the first thing is raining butter Oh, raining butter. <laughs> Just picture the sound as butter. Oh, my God. Sweet, <laughs> delicious butter. All it's over salt, my popcorn. Little, all if you're weird, butter. If you're weird, it's peanut butter. In my popcorn? Weird. No, on your, on your corn on the cob. Peanut butter on your corn on the cob. That's it's true. Was because Pete said peanut butter. I... <laughs> <laughs> I might be a monster. I don't know. All right, guys. Well, the uh, body count for Children of the Corn Part 2, 28. Oh, I was Not under. Not bad. My guess was under, yeah. But still, that's really still, good body That's still count. pretty good. That still is. pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that. So, all right. That's our body count. Now oh. we have our favorite part. Kill, Kill the, the week. week, boys. I am so excited about this. 
zombie killer. Little All little. right, Pete, it's your triumphant return. What is your? I'm a little kill mad that he gets to go first, but I get it. Here we go. But I think it's because we, we are all sitting here. Here we go. Okay, I am so, shaking because I'm so excited. <laughs> here we go. So one of my favorite things in movies is the dummy toss. So there was a great dummy toss in Grizzly from a uh, park ranger station. There's There are dummy tosses. Oh, there are so many glorious dummy tosses in Bollywood films. Uh, Super Dave Osborne. Dummy toss expert yeah. Benny yeah. Hill. Du- Few people do a dummy toss better than Benny Hill because they'll toss a dummy off of a building. It will land and they'll make a terrible hard cut. And Benny Hill will stand up and brush himself off and and chase some other skirt or something like that. Yeah. This this I don't it, the, a dummy toss is never not funny, and they are they're wonderful and glorious and just make me laugh howl with laughter. And I think. This might be my very favorite dummy toss of all time because it's it is it is the most absurd thing. I'm trying so, to hold it in over here. It's really so hard. Let me let me paint you a picture, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, Malachi and not Malachi, uh, Micah and his troop of weirdos are playing with an RC car in the street, following the Wicked Witch of the West, who just lost her sister she is in a powered wheelchair where she can move it forward and backwards and side to side and all that stuff so he's playing with this rc card and rc car and then he uses his mica powers or whatever and even though the the wheelchair doesn't have a radio receiver my mica is able to control her wheelchair <laughs> with his radio his RC controller. He just—he's like, watch this. What? Well, like, there's pretty no much, explanation. He he's damn near like, looks at now. the camera and goes, "Watch yeah. this, folks." He, <laughs> he damn near pulls up Deadpool, <laughs> winks at the camera, <laughs> and this old gal starts screaming, like, oh, "I can't control it!" And he starts steering her into traffic, and cars are swishing and swerving all around her, and then she comes to a dead stop, and then you hear. And it's a semi truck that isn't stopping, hits her, launches her and her wheelchair into the air through a plate glass window into a bingo hall with the greatest dummy that was glued to a wheelchair ever. Like this dummy is just (laughs) rocking back and forth with a wig that damn near falls off. (laughs) And I stood up. And cheered as I have never cheered before. It was the best damn thing I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. It is it is not only on the Mount Rushmore of, of dummy Pratt Falls, but I think it is <laughs> he who dummies behind the seats or whatever. I don't I that that didn't come out very well, but anyway, I don't care. <laughs> it is I challenge you listeners to find a better dummy fall this was glorious uh, this is the this best is the type of kill that kill of the week was born for oh oh my god it's yes nate <laughs> fewer words you have spoke are level. more accurate yes that is my that is my kill of the week i've said my piece charlie it, 
Uh, <laughs> what's your kill of the week? You know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder which one it is. I wonder. Um, there's a reason I went into so much description of the combine kill early uh, because I wanted to get my jokes out. <laughs> it's the wheelchair. <laughs> yes. It totally is. When that dummy goes through that window. It's that that wig on that dummy. Oh my god. <laughs> Pete talk about like us in action movies are no stranger to dummy tosses. Uh-huh. Nate and I still love to this day the above or is it above the yeah, law? Yeah, above the law. Above Fantastic the law. Dummy kill. Dummy toss that the guys holding on to the back of the car in the parking garage, they run it through the wall and all you see is this dummy that was loosely taped to the back of the car <laughs> fly off the back and instead of like the cool close-up thing of a thud it lands on an electrified rail of the the, the train cars and all you see is this blue flash of light no, that comes up it. and so nate and i adore that kill but this is this is probably top this is god tier oh, i this, this is this is god level boss. right yep yes this is all right, <laughs> all right nate <laughs> go ahead and tell us why this one's your favorite too it I can't not pick, be your favorite i want to let it be known that i want to pick every kill in the movie you're, you're not wrong every single yeah. kill in this movie is fantastic but the wheelchair one's so special because special. as everything that Pete has said, as everything as Charlie has said, the bingo hall, there's one thing we left out though, because they are currently in the middle of playing bingo. Oh my After God. Oh, yes. woman oh, I forgot. Crashes yep. through the window and everyone's thrown to the ground and stuff. A guy arises above the occasion, lifts his, his bingo card up and goes, I had a six or whatever it was. <laughs> That's that's bingo, right? That's <laughs> bingo, right? Because damn it, and bingo, that Bingo's shit is taken throat, seriously. That, that shit is yeah. serious. You don't, don't, don't even screw. think about calling a fake Mm-mm. bingo. Those those old ladies will murder you. Yeah, they will. They, they will cut you. Ooh, they'll, ah. cut, they'll cut a bitch. <laughs> ah, that's a better word than I almost used. <laughs> I will upload the clip to the Instagram of the wheelchair. Totally. Glory oh, Nate, that please. And oh my it. god! Oh my god! Like my you gotta do hurts. the whole thing though, like from from the start. Yeah, especially like trying not to laugh the whole that time. That whole five minutes. Oh it. my god, it's so good. All right, happen guys. very often, but uh, we have a unanimous kill of the week. Another unanimous it doesn't kill. happen often, but not really. God, that that might be kill of the year. It's only March. In a lesser film, the nosebleed scene would have been best. Yeah. In a yeah. lesser film, the house yeah. would have been the best. The combine, but no, the doctor getting stabbed by syringes. By syringes, yeah. Who leaves yeah. syringes out on? Oh, anyway, there are so many yeah. weird, yeah. dumb things in this. I movie like that, that idea, I, though. I think maybe at the end of the year we should do kill of the year and see how yeah. well these oh, kills hold up against each other. It's going to be hard to top it that will. one, guys. Well, you do. We'll need to start uh, a list of. Yeah. what they were because yeah. we don't want to go back and listen to the, all this shit no. <laughs> you don't maybe one of our kind listeners would want to come Aww. back and listen to hey. <laughs> all right boys let's rate this bad boy yes do it guys it's okay he just wanted his machete back all right pete oh, you're pete. up first all yep. right how many machetes are you giving this bad boy this movie is not good um as a movie it's a five it's barely a movie for entertainment purposes, it's an eight. 
<laughs> so I like to see people succeed over failure. So this movie gets an eight. Yes. <laughs> this movie, I have not been blindsided by a movie like this in a very long time. Like I was expecting this to be garbage, much like Velocipaster or uh, I don't know, any number of garbage films I've seen here lately. And this thing surprised the hell out of me by how much I totally enjoyed it. It was thank you. Spoils a horror for for putting this out to us. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. This Absolutely. this is going. I I do. Did, Nate, did you say this was an arrow or Charlie? You said this was an arrow release. This, this is there's a there's an arrow release of. Children I'm Blood. I'm buying I'm buying the hell out of this. I, yeah, I have I gotta, to go get it right find now. It. Yep. If yeah. Arrow did it, yes, I need to own it. I'm also curious if they do have some good behind the scenes stuff that maybe some light will be shed on our. I don't think Arrow puts anything out without putting everything out. If you know what I mean. It's Charlie's turn next. So it's my turn. So yeah, I'm I'm a little torn here. I agree with everything Pete just said. This this movie has no right to be as good as it is, just strictly mm-hmm. on enjoyment. And I know I've teased a bit here, and I don't want to steal any thunder from Spoils of Horror because they come out tomorrow with theirs. So I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. like that. Let me just say I didn't get to watch the movie, but I did look up some things on YouTube about the movie. Um they have quite possibly what would have been my kill of the week <gasps> in that movie in three in three okay um there's literally someone that turns into a corn stalk oh my um, god in the most grotesque way and all i'm going to say is i'm not going to describe it either wait for spoils of horror to talk to you about it if you haven't seen the movie or watch the movie before you listen to them talk about it. Oh, I'll watch it um, before I listen to them. And also in three, we get to see he who walks behind the corner. And it is glorious from Ooh. what I have saw. Okay. Um, so saying that it's one of the reasons I feel like, maybe they won in this little tiny competition oh man i don't know uh, but this we're, <laughs> so we're strong those suckers in a cut above got the serious one and we got the fun ones <laughs> <laughs> oh for sure watching the first one there is not a lick of comedy in that nope. movie whatsoever no it no. is one of the most serious dread inspiring movies i've actually watched in a while like I literally, and I've seen the movie before, but I don't think I've ever actually like sat down, start to finish, with the intent of just really taking it in because I wanted to be prepared for their episode. And I even messaged you guys, going, "This movie has no right to go this hard, or it goes a lot harder than I ever remember." Um, and it make it takes itself as a very serious. It's a Stephen King, you know, so it's there. It's legit Stephen. I mean, yeah. it's it's a it's a classic. Right. Number two, I'll get back to that. <laughs> has no right to be this good. Um, I am going to go with a seven, though, that I thoroughly enjoyed it. I will recommend this to be anyone mm-hmm. that enjoys just crazy sequels. Um, it would have been an eight or higher had it been mold from the corn. And okay. they actually did it correctly and not felt like they shoehorned a demon into this, which I still, I do still ding it for that i feel like the demon was shoehorned um they totally would have been an even better take on a stephen king story to add something else into it you know maybe it demon or alien yeah i mean we all 
read and watch Stephen King movies, you know, it ends up being an alien. It's not a demon at all. It's just this mm-hmm. otherworldly creature from another planet that's terrorizing everyone. So no one would have been mad if at the end of Children of the Corn 2, it was mold. It would have been like eh, very Stephen King-ish. You know, mm-hmm. I, it definitely, you know, holds up to the first one. So I'm going to stick with seven. So Nate, what about you, Bubba? Just like you guys, I was blown away by how much I enjoyed this. Um, I, I <laughs> when the idea was originally pitched, I was like, oh, boy, this is going to be terrible. Oh, like, boy. Because, <laughs> like, I don't like to rag on movies. I'm not mystery science theater. I, I so there are good, bad movies and there are bad, bad movies. Yeah. I think this is a perfect example of a group of people attempting to make the best movie of their capabilities okay it is not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination but that dedication is what makes this work and is so much fun this is definitely a prime example of when i complain about people attempting to make a cult classic on purpose because it always has to be a natural phenomenon you don't make a cult movie on purpose it happens it's just something that occurs um and i had a blast with this by myself pete and i should have gotten together for this holy can you i was just thinking about holy shit how much fun would this have been we would have had to rewatch it i guarantee it because of how much we would have immediately rewound it or whatever going back to the beginning and watched it again we would have gotten another pizza and just let's let's do we have to do this again this is a very rare occurrence that happens. Like, it doesn't happen often. Like, you know, there are a lot of just bad movies. They're just bad. Like, they're not fun. They're boring. That's the number one thing that you can be boring. Uh, a victim thing is just like being boring. Like, you may have a great idea there. Like, uh, there was one I watched on Tubi the other day where it was like a Mad Max meets the Warriors, and it sounded fantastic. Great cover art, you know? And it was just boring like i was just i think i napped at one point you know Oh no this movie i was just laughing so much and literally every kill could have been a kill of the week it's just that wheelchair thing was beyond amazing um they put a lot more effort into that they put more effort into that than the final kill which is weird yeah (laughs) yeah and like I, I harp on this because of how much I enjoy like a good bad movie like uh, Miami Connection, for example, yeah. or like Samurai Cop, you know, like, yeah, they're yeah. so much fun. Recently, we had that Dan Winnie the Pooh movie come out where it was just a person that jumped on the rights. I give them kudos to that. You know what? They knew that copyright was coming up. They jumped on it. They were ready. They were the first ones to make it happen. They made four million on like a budget of like 100,000 or something like that. Nice. Kudos yep. to you. You're doing great. You're you're making a bad cult movie on purpose though, and I don't enjoy those movies. No. Children of the Corn Two is a perfect example of this wasn't trying to be a bad movie. This was trying to be a good movie. It truly was. It had a theatrical release, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so batshit insane and crazy that it works. <laughs> accidentally and works. It accidentally works. And mm-hmm. and that's the big thing. Like you, you need to have this is lightning in a bottle. Like I, I the guy that directed this, he has not made anything else that uh, appeals to me in any chance. But uh, <laughs> you know what? In the horror world, I, I think he has definitely made his mark with Turn of the Corn 2. And for that, it, it's just pure cu- kudos. Uh, for me, I, I'm 8 out of 10. 
yes! straight up. Like there you go. I, I I really thought going in that this is gonna be a giant waste of time. You and me both, I, brother. Yeah. I did. Like, well, the phone's fully charged. We'll see how much I pay attention to. I think <laughs> I wrote more notes for this movie than I have any other movie. Just and because me... I was just like blown yeah. away. Let me just say, I only fell asleep because I was extremely tired. Right. I, was no, I, I had to watch it this, this movie. Yeah. Had... Because after partying in Vegas all week, I had no mental capacity to watch it. Oh. You didn't need Pete, mental capacity to watch this one. Pete and I feel so bad for you, Mr. Oh, I'm running off to Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Leaving us you all should. alone. You didn't have to spend two and a half hours at Zach Baggins' bullshit museum. <laughs> he owes me 50 bucks. It you was only 30 to get in. in. <laughs> Nate's charging interest. <laughs> he owes me fifty. Because now if I'm reasons. charging interest, then he owes me seventy-five. <laughs> All right. Well, now I, you know, I'm gonna charge by the hour, and I'm expensive. So now he owes me an additional hundred and twenty-five on top of the fifty. Yeah, eventually, you'll get your winnings back from Vegas. So we'll just keep yeah, tacking on it. that interest. Yeah, that's it, man. All right, man. Well, uh, we've all spoke highly of this, so I guess that means Nate actually had to find a bad review for this movie. So, here we go. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I... Oh, that's going to be a disaster. All right. This one comes from 2005. Stewie Fan 201. Horrible, terrible, stupid, crappy movie. Zero out of ten. Okay. Wow. This has to be one of the worst movies I have ever seen. Bad script, bad acting. Everything in this movie is bad. In this sequel to 1984's Children of the Corn, the authorities find the bodies in Gatlin and the murderous kids responsible. The kids are all adopted by foster parents in the neighborhood town next to Gatlin. But soon, a boy named Mika is taken over by the evil corn deity named He Who Walks Behind the Rose. Mika gets the kids to go back to their murderous habits, and soon the adults begin to die again. I don't understand why the 1984 movie needed a sequel or sequels. I should say, since there are seven of these movies, you know the original movie made $14 million at the box office, so it didn't do good. Why make a sequel? Well, it did do good because it was on 900,000. Anyway, right. this movie made $6 million, a box office disaster. Back in the day, yes, I would say, but, I mean, on a $900,000 budget, $6 million is pretty good profit. It's pretty good. Uh, the only two good scenes where when the character Mika is possessed, he gets zapped, and then he's falling through a strange shaft, gets his body dismantled. He who walks behind the row enters his blood, and he gets pieced together and falls out into the cornfield. And second is the nosebleed scene. Take my word for it. Don't see this movie. They're wrong. See this movie. (laughs) Watch it, watch it, watch it. Yeah. No. I mean, he's right on some accounts. but He's right on a lot of accounts. He's right. But But he's he's not taking the entertainment value. And I think that's the problem with a lot of these people is they totally miss the entertainment end of it. They don't allow themselves to be entertained. That's a lot of it. It's like you kind of have to let yourself be. I could have easily been in a pissed off mood, tried to watch this movie, and probably hated it. You know, but slugs. That's what happened with me. Yeah, right. Like, still had no idea how Nate didn't like that movie. My whole entire experience with the movie, and it was unfair. And also had probably an equal kill to the blood spatter 
kill oh, in this boy. movie with the bugs exploding out of the dude's face. I mean, it's mm-hmm. literally, it's a mindset. But I really think some of these people that do the so-called reviews never go into these things expecting to be entertained. They're expecting everything they, to be uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, they they take out their it's little notebook from film school and they check all the little boxes to see if it did it and if it doesn't then they act like they're uh you know roger ebert or whoever it was and just shit on a movie and even if they're not uh even if they're not a film school person charlie's a smart guy if charlie would review a musical it would get a low rating because charlie doesn't like musicals i don't like musicals nate doesn't like anime anything from anime would be a terrible movie for nate to review so maybe this cat doesn't like horror movies or maybe he doesn't like bad movies i like right. bad movies so this was right up my alley so there's some sometimes i think maybe these whomever is reviewing that might not be their bag maybe they're a, a big epic person or a right. comedy uh folk i don't know yeah. But but if you're yeah if it's not your bag, I don't review well, it if you don't like this genre of film. Right. No, I. Agree it's not you. fair to the film, and it's not fair to your uh, your credit, your your credibility. If you right. uh, shit on a movie that others go, this was great. You're dumb. Exactly. No fair. Yep. <laughs> well, that's it. We did it. We did it. Well, hopefully you went and checked out A Cut Above doing part one. Yeah. I'm excited to check that one out. Uh-huh. And then Spoilers of Horror doing part three. Once again, also excited to check that one out. Um, yep. Two fantastic podcasts that have shown nothing but love and support from a very early on. It has been amazing friendships to have. Uh, anytime I see my phone light up that the group chat with those guys is light up, I'm like, oh, what's going on? Usually it's right. happening when I'm driving. I'm like, oh, I want to be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, God, like, this is a great idea. I really do want to do four, five, and six next. I'm in. Later in the year. Like, I'm totally down for that. And for somehow all of us to do at least this recent reboot. But that's all stuff that we'll talk about off air. Yeah, we'll, fig- we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll see if out. everyone else enjoyed this as much as we did. <laughs> yeah. <find> out. <laughs> oh, What's going to be weird is on uh, Apple charts or whatever the hell they're called. It's going to be like Children of the Corn 1, 2, and 3 magically take a rise in digital sales I'm like wow how did that happen maybe the yep. studio executives should get in front of us yep i'm telling <laughs> you guys we got we got an outline we already. got ideas we got outlines All right yep. we'll do this well, try All right. to, you do the things let me do the things, man. So, yeah, if you want to continue on and also, you know, find all the other two shows that are with us with the Cut Above Horror Review and Spoils of Horror, please follow us over on Instagram, which is where all three shows are the most active. Um, so please go check out Give Me Back My Action Movies and Give Me Back My Horror Movies on Instagram. But if you're more into Facebook, we also have our groups there. Give Me Back My Horror Movies and Give Me Back My Action. Both of us are also on Twitter. We are on YouTube. We'll see what the future for TikTok holds lately. That's a little mm-hmm. unsure. We'll ride that wave. We really only post like going on with TikTok. You've literally been in Vegas, but this was happening beforehand. Now they're talking about banning it. So, oh, are they talking about banning it again? Yeah, only this one's got more steam. Oh, it doesn't uh, okay? Yeah, a lot more steam. So we'll see. Yeah, we're still TikTok on there. We, <laughs> we're it's a time. It's a time killer. 
something. It's a good time killer. Yeah. It's also super toxic with people. Well, that's that's it anything is. of online, but man, that's something yeah. about TikTok. Like I'm too old for TikTok. Oh, you <laughs> enjoy it, Pete. You're too old for Instagram too, apparently. Yeah, so that's true. Right. Yeah. What's the Can't four by six ratio? Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> And also, if you want to check out all the other awesome shows uh, on the Give Me Back My Podcast Network, we have Pete's very own Good Beer, Bad Movie yeah. Night. Once a, once a month, they regale us with some fantastical movie that maybe oh isn't so fantastical. Although, <laughs> this one better not be a bad review that you're doing. I don't know what you're talking time. about. What? Better not what's happening? mess. I don't even know my, what, what's my Beastmaster. Oh, <gasps> Beastmaster! Mess with know. my beast. Although that should be out. It should be by out the time now. this comes out. Yeah, it should but, be. Out, yeah, by the time yeah. this this lands, it should be out. Yeah. Yeah. So you better not have messed it up. You already messed up Spawn. Also, yeah. please go check out uh, the monster movie Stomp Down and give me back my pro wrestling. So both fantastic shows to get your kaiju fix to get some throwbacks to some amazing wrestling times and kind of comparing it a little bit to some of the more modern era like a ton of drama i guess going on with a lot of uh more recent wrestling too so it's kind of hard waters to navigate yep all right i think that does it for us again please go check out a cut above horror review and spoils of horror follow their children of the corn episodes this is all just one big collaboration. So the whole point is so you guys go check those guys out and let's just share the love and have fun in the corn. So, Nate, I think you need to get us out of here, Bubba. What's the good word? Oh, what a world. Oh, what a world. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> now, let's talk about how I get back home. hometown every year in september they do a corn festival oh sure you can get like you know the world's greatest pork chop and stuff like that you know yep iced tea and you know Mm -hmm. pop the balloons and Mm -hmm. win the posters with the white frame i feel like they should do a children of the corn festival Mm. i have cousins that own a large produce farm and they have a corn maze every year Oh, I don't want to it's, be a part of a corn maze. Yeah, it's really, it's like at the beginning of the planting season, they have a grid and they pick a pattern and they plant it. And it's really, it's really cool. That's cool, though. Season. I've never. Yeah, it's really cool. Like that. It's like, really, they've done it for like the last 15 years or something like that. It's really cool. Sometimes it's dinosaurs. Sometimes it's Buckeyes. Sometimes it's castles or princesses or something like that. It's from above it looks awesome but uh uh you can you can wander through it it's it's pretty sweet nice yeah that's my pitch